else we get in the voicemails. When it comes to physical attraction and mental attraction, I believe that people that are single, that want to live a single life for however long, will choose physical attraction. And mental attraction are for people that are looking for a long-term relationship or are in a long-term relationship. That's what I think. That's interesting. Mm. I never thought of it like that. Mm, me either. But it makes sense. Yeah, it does. I'll play the other one. Yep, no bullshit. Because it's a spot I'm out here in L.A. And it's a spot uh, called South L.A. And they sell... They sell actually they whole foods, vegetables, fruits, you know, to the inner city community. And they've been giving out boxes on the daily. So y'all go check them out, man, on Vernon and Western in Los Angeles, man. Uh, South L.A. Yes, Thanks a lot. Hey, Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. And that, that, see, like that right there, I would have never known. So shout out to the listeners who actually come in, you know, with the comments. I'm definitely going to check for that diabetes, too. So shout out to, you know, the guy previously before that. But like you would never think all these places give away like free food, so we don't have to go to a five three months. A lot of places been throwing out fresh. A lot of places been throwing out fresh fruit and um, produce Mm -hmm. for the past three months. Um, A lot of farmers they cut off um, during this whole lockdown. They cut off them. Um, distributing to their regular distribution places and you'll see fields and fields of like wasted produce and they want people to come pick it up because there's nothing that they can do and by law they were not allowed to go to the places they were supposed to go to in order to get Mm -hmm. rid of it and sell for profit so there's something going on and then now you have um, Bill Gates that just bought, bought more, most of the North farmland. And then you have to think, mm. what is he trying to do? And what he's going to do is figure out a way to control the food that we eat, we grow, mm-hmm. and figure out a way to control the population for the life expectancy of someone that consumes this food. So it's about to get exactly. really here. And um Fix shit when you put people in power. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm no conspiracy theorist. I was listening to the same situation that happened last night. Someone was bringing up, you know, Bill Gates and the whole the buying the land situation. And someone brought up the fact that our, you know, the generations that are including ourselves. So every generation, it seems like the people get shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. And me, I, I am a short individual. And they were saying, is it because of the GMOs and everything that, you know, we're putting in our bodies because of the things that are put in the farm so you know maybe like 10 years ago when everybody was talking about everything is farm raised and everything is you know gm uh, was a gmo friendly or gmo free and as a result people started having more and more health problems and you know these conditions that you know nobody ever knew about or didn't know enough about they started to spring up and then you start seeing corporations and organizations and you know people like bill gates buying up more and more land and, you know, taking away actual farmers and the work that they can do, as a result, you're getting less healthier food. 
Introducing Black Girl Seeking, a show all about dating in modern times from the good, the bad, and the downright preposterous. Hosted weekly by Anya Smokes and featuring a new guest host each week, we go through the ups and downs of datings and relationships with a unique focus on romance for those who aren't cis, straight, and white. You never know what to expect on Black Girl Seeking, so grab a joint and a drink and tune in. Which is, I mean, it's nuts, man. Um, I don't know, like, for me, I'll look at, like, an app, like, my fitness pal, and it's actually mm-hmm. encouraged me to see, like, how much shit is in our food, like, the sodium and, um, what, what is that? A lot um, of the God, soup, to... you would think soup is a healthy thing, but then you have to look mm-hmm. for the uh, vegan soup on the shelf that doesn't use all that sodium and different fillers even when it goes to like your kid's cereal it's nothing but sugar mm-hmm. why did you make a sour patch kid's cereal why did you yep. make a, a cereal out of chips ahoy cookies why are you mm-hmm. making all this shit why are all these chemicals in this cereal so i have to make it a point to go to the healthy little four aisles and find something that they would possibly want to eat my favorite cereal is Life, the cinnamon version. So I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. If And once a month, I'll buy Frosted Flakes. But at the same time, I, my, I don't have a whole closet full of cereal and all this sweet shit. They have one day during the week that they can have candy and that's Friday. If it ain't mm-hmm. Friday, you ain't having candy. I'm not buying candy and I don't give them candy. And And I think parenting and taking care of yourself you have to make a conscious effort to notice those things and not get those things even for me as an adult mm-hmm. yes i have the money yes i'm adult i can make my own choices but i make a choice not to buy certain shit that i know i don't have the discipline to not touch if it's in the house and i don't buy it and then i'm in here at like 12 a.m and i'm just like what the fuck i want to snack on something but all i got is celery sticks in my fridge or bananas or pomegranates mm-hmm. or a popsicle that's actually made out of fruit so it's all about having discipline enough to limit the shit that you don't need mm. and that right there is a perfect segue into what everybody's about to hear tonight about physical attraction and mental attraction we know things are you know sometimes physical sometimes things are mental um mm-hmm. and this we'll try to like make sure it's not all relationship based because i mean obviously we just talked about physical attraction in the form of us eating healthy so that's a, a method but i wanted you to you know do your thing and open the show so go for it hey guys welcome to loud mouth stereo my name is Shein from she gets a podcast and cozy one podcast that is greg from Young Black and Bothered. And uh, this is Lab Mouth Stereo where we come in here and we give you content and we interact with you. We ask your opinions. We want you to share the show. We want you to clap it up. If you come in the room and you're new, please state your name and, and just comment on the topic. If you have something to share, something to say, say it. Tonight we are discussing physical attraction or mental attraction. And we're not saying that you can't have both. We're just saying for you and you approach something or someone or just friends in general, what is it that catches your eye or your mind first? 
and why. And if you've never thought about it, we're asking you tonight for these few hours to think about it and comment on it. I have a lot to say on both ends for physical attraction and mental attraction because for me, I change it into physical connection or mental connection because, Mm -hmm. and most times physical attraction, AKA connection is temporary solely, especially when you're thinking about looks is temporary. Second physical attraction doesn't lie. So if you are automatically naturally aroused by a person or how something looks, or you see a car and you just know like, no, I don't want to see anything else. I want that one. That's not going to die. Nobody's going to come in and change that. It just is what it is. And you have to be able to understand that you can't settle for something other than what you initially want because you'll always come back to it. And then if you're settling for something else and somebody thinks you're happy with something else and it could be a person, then you're going to come back to this person that you knew you should have made the choice for first. So physical connection or attraction can be a tricky thing. Okay. So you already did my question for you. My first question for you, uh, but I guess we can leave it for the listeners. Um, That was, what's the difference between the two to you? Um, So anybody who's in here, what do you think is the difference between physical attraction and mental attraction or non-physical connection, whatever you want to call it. Um, The reason I wanted to ask that is because obviously everybody thinks differently. Everybody feels differently. Um, I guess I can say personally, the difference for me, um, it's more of a similarity, but it's definitely different. Um, For me, starting with mental, um, the physical comes from being mentally attracted. So I know I personally, I can't be like physically attracted to someone um, in the space of just like wanting to be with them in like relationship aspects without being mentally attracted first. Like I'm thinking about them. I'm like, oh, well, I, I wonder why. It was like, oh yeah, you're beautiful, but like what else is there about you? So to me, that's the mental attraction that I have to have. It doesn't always happen because yes, I mean, I'm a glutton, you know, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. I hate looking at Instagram because there's big ass titties everywhere. And it's nice <laughs> to look at. But the thing is, uh, the difference for me though and i'm sure it is with a lot of guys like we can see things and if we see too much of it we no longer want that shit um and that might extend into relationships um when guys you know you might hear the thing of you know did he get bored did he get tired did he want something new like no he didn't want something new he just look he wants to look at something different like you know for a fact if you ate like how I was talking about earlier, eating healthy, and you just eat chicken breast for fucking 14 days. Day 15, like, you know what? Like, I have to switch this up because it's starting to be, a you know, it's having too much continuity and you don't want that anymore. And you don't want to go and like cheat on chicken. You know, you love chicken. And if you could ever have it a different way, then yes. Wait a minute. But, when you, you know, this, you are not speaking about black men and fried chicken because they never say no. They They never say no, but the issue is like, you wouldn't eat the same fried chicken from the same place seven days in a row. Like me personally, like if I have fried chicken at home, it's going to taste one way. But if I have it at Popeye's, it's going to taste another way. So yeah, I'm, you know, if I have leftovers, that's cool. But by day three or four of leftovers, you know, you know, you no longer want that shit. Um, So for me, when it came to the whole mental and the physical thing, as a guy, this is just me personally, not to every guy in the world, not every guy in the stereo chat or any guy listening to the podcast, me personally, um, you know, to me, 
physical attraction is important in a relationship as far as like intimacy and it differentiates a relationship and a friendship um like for me i've been around women that are very attractive uh but after interacting with them uh having like conversations chit chat and stuff like that the more i learn their personality either i'm more or less attracted and connected to them so for me that's what i mean by like physical attraction versus mental attraction um like Shan, have you ever been in a situation where you absolutely liked a guy and the moment he opened his mouth and started sharing his actual thoughts you're like what the fuck just happened like everything yeah. just went down to shitter at that point and i said shitter again <laughs> jesus um <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> but it, that's that's what i mean like everybody has been in a situation where you know they've been physically attracted to somebody until they open their mouth but mm-hmm. have you ever been in a situation where it's reversed like you've talked to this person and the more you talk to this person um your attraction to them you know mentally actually makes them look better overall yes but long term that does not last <laughs> long term that does not last that. But yes it has happened okay okay i i, I think we've got a voicemail you might just go ahead and play it because somebody's being controversial already <laughs> personally i need both physical and mental attraction that's right. She needs to attract me physically or else, you know, the wandering eye. But she needs to stimulate me intellectually as well or else I'll get bored quickly. That's a fact. That's, yeah. I like that. Shout out to him. What was his name? Um, Nomadic no, Thinker. Absolutely. Shout out to him. Dang, man. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it that way. That, that's actually a really good perspective. Um, for for I, mental... I guess, uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, for mental, like, um, it's like a feeling of being at home and belonging mm-hmm. as you grow along um, with a person, and you're intrigued by a person constantly because once you know knowledge, you can't unknow it. Once you've been naive, mm-hmm. and now somebody gave you the wisdom, you can't force yourself to only know what you knew before. You're constantly seeing it and hearing it for what you've recently taken in. But you can also go AWOL by always imagining everything, and especially if it's not real. And you can get stuck off a hype. Like, you can fall in love or get stuck on the potential of you possibly having this house that you've been checking on. But what you haven't been checking Mm -hmm. on is your credit. And if you can afford a loan on this house, but you've been checking on it. So you might hype yourself up for nothing. Same thing with people. You might hype yourself up for nothing. If if you have this potential idea of what you and this person can be like in a relationship, but they don't believe in themselves and they don't see it, there's nothing that you can do to make them see it or want it if they don't want it. So sometimes I exactly. think people psych themselves out mentally about the idea of someone or the idea of something and they might not achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to hear from these listeners, man. Not, not right now because I know, we, you know we're working on things, but it just is really weird because when I saw that, um, that room that we were talking about where I got this idea from for this talk, it was like everybody that was actually in the room, yeah. they just, they stuck with the physical aspect of it. They didn't care for the most part, about the mental. They said the mental, I think one woman, one woman said that the mental will actually start to grow the more that they are with the person. 
and I didn't get what she was saying until she kind of like expound on it. She said, if I'm physically attracted to you, um, yes, initially that's all I care about. But the more I can look at you, the more I can be around you, I'll learn more as I go. But I was like, do you want to wait that long? Listen, and how like, long would you have to wait? Because when you initially meet somebody and you, you both are strangers at the first the first glance and the first time you speak, you're still putting up a front for at least three months of knowing that person. And then after that, then yeah. the, the real you starts to unravel. Yeah, which was because like she was saying things. I had, you know me, I'll take my notes every, you know, every chance I get. So she said something that it didn't rub me the wrong way. I was just very confused about it. So hopefully somebody can, you know, in the comments say something or kind of expound on it. So she said, attraction to appearance first. Um, you can fairly, you can tell fairly quickly if the mental attraction is there or not. Um, I personally, as a 33-year-old man, I've never been in a position where, like, I can just see from someone's appearance if the like if the mental attraction is there. I've never been in that position before where I, I can see somebody and say they're absolutely beautiful, they're absolutely gorgeous, or not even in a relationship aspect. That person that I work with, I can see them and say, you know what, they are intellectually smart. They are like mentally like there just because I looked at them. I've never had that happen. Me neither. And I don't like. I don't like. My smart, my smart that I'm attracted to, I don't need you to be a, a dick about it. I don't need you to be on this ego streak. Um, I just need you to be very observant, quiet, and you speak when you need to. You say what you need to mm -hmm. say when you need to. And then I like it to be unexpected. Like, yeah, you look like this or you look like you should be only into this, but I would never think that you read that book or I would never think that you knew anything about this history or this language and just keep your, mm -hmm. your knowledge kind of corner pocket and then just punch people in the face with it. That's what I like. Yeah. Um, now, um, one, one of the comments, and we'll go to the actual, like the voicemails. Um, one of the other comments that was left was a guy said that he saw a pattern of women or ladies saying uh, that they prefer mental before physical. Um, and then the guys in the room were actually saying the opposite. So pretty much it depends on how you ask. So to rephrase it, he was saying that women focus more on the mental attraction while men focus more so on the physical attraction. Um, I didn't know how I felt because, you know, I was half and half with it. I was like, yeah, we, we do like initially want to look at you. And obviously as men, we are attracted to you, but mm -hmm. I mean, the mental is there as well. Like you can be like a cute dummy, um, so to speak. We, we've seen that often. They have movies where there's that person that's in that role and it's like, well, you know, and it's both men and women alike. They're like, oh, well, they're so attractive. They're super hot. And then they're like dumb as a brick. And you're like, oh, well, that that's just the character that they're playing but do you want to be with somebody who you just see them for the looks and hope that the mental attraction grows and if the mental attraction grows does it just make you like fall down to their level or are they actually reaching your level by being around you mm, that's a good question but it goes back to what we discussed last show where we were saying mm -hmm. when a man sees a woman and he knows that he doesn't want her as a wife or a girlfriend, he'll still try to fit her into what exception he would use her for. It might be mm -hmm. just getting head. It might be just pulling up at, you know, 11 p.m. at night and leaving out before the sun come up. 
but he always makes a space for her even though he doesn't want her completely as that whole woman that he feels like he potentially wants he finds a way to use her women sometimes mm-hmm. do the same thing women will completely diss a man not go on date in public with a man not tell anybody that you know they talk to this man but as soon as like 12 midnight hit and they get that text you up there's like you could come and they come over mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. they do whatever and they leave and they hide yep. it men and women do the same thing and when it comes to physical attraction or mental attraction, it works both ways. Some women know yeah. that males be dumb. They're not going to do anything. This whole, you know, thing that of liking each other is going to be short-lived. Let me just get my nuts yeah. off and let me just get my lunch from him. Or let me just get, you know, the illusion that somebody's into me until I'm into somebody else. And they use each other. And I wish people mm. just be Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, we, we, got a, we got a lot of voicemails already. So, you know, shout out to you for actually leaving these voicemails, you know, keep them coming because we got more questions than we got answers for you guys. So hopefully you can help us and we can help you and we'll go from there. So I guess if you want to hit that button. It's a motherfucking money. Ah. Sir, we can't hear nothing but static. I would say about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, I was working at this spot, a lot of beautiful, you know, I'm I'm a lesbian, so there's a lot of beautiful girls that work there and whatnot, and I was physically attracted to, like, pretty much all the girls there. Um, A lot of them was just, you know, my type, Um, but it was this one particular girl, she was very beautiful, but I just wasn't physically attracted to her in that particular way. Very beautiful, I add. Like, probably one of the top beautifulest girls there. But, um, I think one day we had just started hanging out after work, you know, I bartended there, so, like, a lot of times we'll hang out after work, so, um, I had just started hanging out with her after work, and she had, like, the best conversation, and I just started, like, in my brain, I was just like, I think I'm starting to like her. Like, it was the craziest thing. No, that was your brain trying to come But thank you for that um, comment. I can understand that. Um, some people like their people with a little bit of ugly in them. Okay? Yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh my god, look at it ugly. Like, a little bit of like, ooh, you looking rough today. But I, for me, mm-hmm. I like my men with the potential of being fine as fuck. But that's my little secret mm-hmm. on how to be fine as fuck. But mentally <laughs> and emotionally, I'm not telling him exactly how he could be fine as fuck because then he's going to become a problem. And the problem is going to be every day I'm going to have to be holding my hand behind my back ready to slap a woman coming out of pocket because she can't believe what's in front of her. I like my men mm. to have the potential of being fine, fine. And might have like great days of what they put on, getting a fresh haircut, but they're not a pretty boy and they don't know that they could be fine, fine. Like I like them with a little bit of, oh my God, your mom should have rubbed your head out as a baby. It's kind of pointy on top. Or 
you know, your eyes look <laughs> a little, you know, slanted or whatever. But just a little tweak of ugly. That's what I like because when we get into an argument and you start talking spicy and out the side of your neck, I need some clapback. And the clapback's gonna be the shit that's not so right. So I can check you. Mm-hmm. And if you fine, fine, and I can't check you, or you fine, fine, and you taking longer than me to get ready, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just to go with what uh, she said, I want to say her name was Convo. Um, I, I want to say all of us have been in that situation where we we didn't really like that person um, when it came to looks, but you know, maybe over a couple drinks. So honestly, when they open their mouth, you're like, you know what? I, I could tolerate this. Like, th- this should be fine. But is that somebody that you actually want to be with? And, you know, you can be attracted to them, but do you want to be with them, so to speak? Like, yeah, you know, after six o'clock for happy hour, yeah, we can hit, you know, we can kick it, stuff like that. But do you actually see yourself being with that person? And it's not just physical, but it's definitely mental as well. Because me personally, I've talked to people who were like, to me, a model, not a model to the rest of the world. I'm like, oh, she's just absolutely beautiful. And how in the hell can I, like, why am I with her? And why is she with me, right? Mm-hmm. And th- the reason why I was with her is because, like, honestly, like, it-, it was just a catch for the moment. And I was only with them for the physical aspect of it. Uh, there was one girl I know for a fact that, you know, I don't want to say she was dumb because she's going to hear this and be like, well, you called me dumb. I'm sorry. I- I'm never going to call you dumb. But um, I-, I couldn't take her anywhere. It was like she just she just was set in a box her entire life. And then if you try to take her out of that, like, it was just bad. It was all bad. Um, she had no conversational skills. Um, I think That's I told you about the one with the salad fork and a, yeah, and like you would bring people. If I can't bring you around my friends and you be who you are, then you know I, I can't fuck with you. And now I see her on Clubhouse and she's just like this, like intellectual. I'm like yo, I know you're not an intellectual. You don't like <laughs> you are you. You you are not the person that you're portraying yourself to be. And you know I want to say what is that word called? She's like perpetrating and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I thought about it and I was like, oh, she actually is a poser. She's a perpetrator. And the reason why is because when I was talking to her, it was more so she didn't know that legal seafood sold more than just fish. Um, she didn't know certain things like, you know, she was like, she didn't know like black and mouths, you know, weed, marijuana. She thought that you could just like stuff like weed in a black and I'm like, you realize there's certain things you have to do differently when you do that, right? So all in all saying that, though, um, for me, I've been in a case where I've talked to somebody who's absolutely physically attractive, but they were, I won't say mentally unattractive. They were just like, n- nobody I would do anything with other than the physical, so to speak. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so Convo, I hope that that wasn't a situation for you where, you know, you started to like that person because you hung out with them a few times and- mm-hmm. You know, it was just that. Well, honestly, I just want to hear a little bit more from Convo because who knows? She might say that person ended up being the smartest person in the world and they were attractive. I just, you know, she, she just didn't take a chance on them. So and sometimes you, the longer you're with somebody that you just find mentally interesting and not physically attractive, you start to mentally convince yourself that you can look past it and you won't be mm. able to learn because it'll always pop up and remind you. Ah, looks like mm. bubble sparks in here. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Oh, boy. Listen, oh, boy. I'm gonna play the next one. And I've always been one to just like I really would try and uh just like people for their minds, but I always been the type to go towards what I'm physically attracted towards first. 
but for the first time in my life like I, I began to like be attracted to someone based upon their conversation and personality and uh, it didn't hurt that she was beautiful as well but I just was never attracted to her in that way so um, I just thought it was you know very uh, I don't know I think maybe I'm kind of like maturing out of that stage where I'm just attracted to people um, based upon their looks or their you know, attractiveness that's yeah, healthy. Good. That's called healthy with a with a, two yeah. Fs. Um, mm. you ever seen somebody so fine and so like attractive, and you just know everybody would want to, but you know what that comes with, and you know that you don't want to deal with that headache. Mm-hmm. Listen, yep. they do. This. Yep. <laughs> yep. There are a lot. There are a lot of people who get away with their looks. And there are just as many people who get away with their smarts. Um, a lot of people don't want to just be with somebody because they look good. I, I've met people who say that they need, um, you know, the intellectual stimulation in order to be physically attractive to somebody. I've heard these things. It confused me. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were talking about the fact that they have to be in a room, like, with a peer, meaning, like, they have to be the smartest person in the room just by chance they're in the room with this person in the room and it makes them feel better because they're stimulated by them. If that person just entertains them intellectually, that's what attracts them the most. And I never thought that that was possible. I always thought like, you you know, you do the physical thing first, I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me. And yes, you know, we have some things in common and we go from there. But there are some people out here who honestly, they need that, uh, I guess you want to call it the emotional connection and that intellectual stimulation in order to become like, I guess, attracted to people. Um, I, I'm not one of those type of individuals, but I would love to hear from somebody who does do that, where the only way that they're attracted to somebody is not their looks, but their brains. And, you know, that's initial, not like three or four months down the line, like, hey, you know, I like this person, they like me back. And then, you know, I learned, you know, that they took the SATs and got a perfect score and shit like that. Like, initially, mm-hmm. did you just say, you know what, they sound smart. And it just happens that they, they also look decent they are my type and then the physical aspect of it the six packs and the the nice boobs and the body types and stuff like that all that falls in line after the fact if somebody can tell us a story man i want to listen i'm tell me a story and also this is another question that i have has anyone noticed or dealt with someone who picks friends and this is more so on the woman's side than it's on the men picks friends that are only pretty so mm-hmm. in order as a woman to be another woman's friend, you have to be pretty or else she won't acknowledge you. She won't, she'll talk to you different or she'll treat you different um, because those petty women do exist. And some women, some girls pick girls that are not prettier than them so they can feel like the best in the group. And that's petty. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some petty males that do this, but have you ever peeped somebody that cannot tolerate or cannot handle someone else being uh, wanted more, liked more, or just physically more attractive than they are in a group of friends? Because that does happen. And then you'll like see all the, these petty problems stem from that fact, but they don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I can tell you a quick story. Um, and it'll be very quick. So basically, like we had a friend. Um, I'll tell you about him in post. But basically, um, he just he had this thing where if he didn't get a number that night, or if he didn't quote unquote like uh-huh. somebody, then he he had a bad night. So all of us could go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. And he just the only way he closed his nights in a positive manner was if like he approached a girl and he got a phone number or he was interacting with another, you know, the opposite sex. And for mm-hmm. us, it's like, yo, like we came out to hang out as boys. We're just we're just there for this. And we're all like we're fairly attractive men. It's just one of those things where he just he had to be the hierarchy. So we would go and you know, just dress down. We would have like Jordans and sneakers and shit. And this person would come out like to the nines. It's like, y- you realize we're just going to like the dive bar down the street. We're not going to like a cabaret, right? And yeah. his issue was always the fact that he had to be the looker in the room and he had to talk to everybody in the room. And we let him do it. And the nights that were good, they were definitely good. He's like, hey, you know, I, you know, I talked to this girl and she has friends too, so why don't we all talk to them? And it's like, that was fine, those nights. But boy, mm-hmm. those nights where, you know, he couldn't close, man, you would think the world would end. He's like, man, like, bitches ain't shit. And, you know, these women here right. are born. Let's go to another place. Let's go here. I'm right. Like, Yo, we've been to four, we've been to four different places. It's, ba- it's a bad night. Like, everybody's been in that situation where you go out with the intent of hunting. You're like, you know what? I want to be around some, you know, some attractive men. I want to be around some beautiful women. And you do this, and the first place that you go, it might not be that great. You're like, you know, you know what? This is whack. Let's go somewhere else. But with him, it would always be like four or five places. And then on place number five, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just call it at night. And he starts texting somebody else. And it's like, oh, so you, or, now you want to go. You like, man, let's go, because... This place ain't shit, or they ain't yeah. got enough bitches. No, they don't have enough bitches that want your ass, and that's the problem. And, and that's the thing, that right there. Um, there's always that person that is physically attractive, and you know, women see that. But the issue is, it's not you physically, your behavior. Like when you mm. know you cute and you just acting like a complete asshole about yes. it, like you out here and you're speaking to people all types of ways, and you're doing this and, and you're doing that, and it's like, oh, your energy's off, man. Just ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna play this other one. And to be real, I I'm kind of glad that I'm in this space now. Well, I'm no longer really attracted to people based upon their looks. I'm actually a little bit more annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even think. Well, I'm annoyed with people that overexude their attractiveness, and I see it like so much on Instagram, like all of this public self affirmations that they want the world to know oh, I'm so fucking beautiful I'm bad as fuck I'm fine as hell like okay we get it you're fucking fine we get it you look good but what else is there to you like what is your mind like what do you think about certain things like that to me is more important now now is and I like I said I feel like it's something I had to grow out of that I had to mature into I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to touch on this really quick. Um, when it comes to people like that, those are the ones I follow on Instagram. And, you know, I pick and choose my days. Some days I'm like, yo, like, this is, damn, she looks good. And then there's some days I'm like, yo, like, how many, uh, like, this is your 18th photo today. Um, and <laughs> you just po- you just post, god damn, like, put some clothes on. Or, you know, just go outside. Like, this is one girl. I, I'm not going to say her name because I'm not wanting to, like, hype her up more than what she is. But, mm-hmm. One of my boys mentioned it to me. He was like, Greg, you notice like all of her photos 
are in her house in her living room. And he was like, yo, she doesn't go anywhere. And I was like, what do you mean she doesn't go anywhere? He was like, she's so attractive, probably. And this is how he phrased it. He was like, she's probably so attractive that if she goes out, she's already going to be recognized that she's going to be hit on by men. That's why she just does all of her interacting on social media. And I was like, yo, I've never thought of that. Like, do a lot of people just have these personalities and they're so attractive that their only way of having those like self-affirmations like she had mentioned was through social media like Instagram and all these other like social platforms to the point where they can't go outside because if they have to interact with somebody nobody's gonna care because it's more than your looks at that point you have to actually have a conversation and speak to people yeah um especially with this lockdown you really can't judge how someone is going to be in public but most of the time the people that are the loudest on social media are very reserved Mm -hmm. and to themselves in public they probably really don't go out like that. They probably don't like mm-hmm. people. It's sometimes people are two different people than they are on social media. For me, the same person that I give you on these shows, the same person that I give you on social media is me. On my pages, mm-hmm. I have several pages. I focus it on what that page is for. She gets it is for the show. So you'll see more of the show, the content, the merch. And probably, like, every 10 pictures, one of my pictures. And after a while, I do scroll down and I delete my pictures off of there because I don't want people coming on there for me. Somebody came on Mm -hmm. there today, commented under a video for my birthday from last year, which tells you how far Mm -hmm. they just spoke. It was where Mm -hmm. I had my sports bra on, and they said, check your DM. They said, check your DM. I checked my DM. And it says, hey, I'm in Atlanta. What's up? And I haven't responded yet because I want I want to be like, okay, do you be nice about this? Do you just answer this point blank? Because I don't care where you are. I'm not going mm-hmm. nowhere. I don't want to meet nobody. And I'm not trying to meet anybody on here for that. Did you come on here for the show? Or yeah. did you come because you saw another millionth woman in her bra? Yep. So that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that is exactly what I, I, I just I don't get it, man. Like, you know, I I feel for you. Um I don't have anything else to say. I just feel for you. And other women <laughs> who have to deal with that. I, me personally, I haven't been in the position to just, you know, jump in DMs being a married man, mainly because I don't want to get screenshot and I, I don't want to get killed by my wife. So that you know, there's just that. Uh but there are some people who just honestly they will unload the clip with everybody they'll shoot their shot with everybody um you know and I'll, I'll say this this is a perfect example um you and i last week we talked about this in like you know our messages the girl from twitter who you know she went viral right mm-hmm. and you know in my head i was like it's only gonna be a matter of time before she put her foot in her mouth and she say something stupid and mm-hmm. not only did she say something stupid um now she's been doing things for what people would call clout but to me it's like it's not even clout there's clout and there's attention she's doing the shit for attention at this point um, she posted a photo of her like laying down and there was a guy in her lap and then she goes and she says she was like I bet you he doesn't know that you know he's laying next to where another dude like nut in her or something right and I was like like who says this shit like this there's a way to snitch on yourself without snitching on yourself she pretty much said that like she's going raw with two different dudes and what actually upset me was the fact that Shane and I both, like four days before, 
we were mm-hmm. like talking to her and we were saying, you know, because she was talking about how one some guy didn't want her to have a baby when she was pregnant, Bye. blah, 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 blah. Oh, she was crying. Yo, she was like in tears. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, so you said this and you went viral on TikTok and now you're talking about two dudes and nothing. And you, that is, I'm like, that's the behavior right there. Like, yes, you're physically attractive, but mentally, like, that shit's not there for you. <laughs> like, at some point, you have to know when to shut up. And she just didn't know when to shut up. Sometimes it's a drug for people. Yeah, and th- that's what it was for her. So what she had to do was she ended up deactivating her Twitter page as a publicity stunt. So she deactivated and then she reactivated and she's telling everybody, she was like, well, you know, I just wanted to see, you know, but I was like, why? Why are you doing this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, you know what? When it, when it comes yeah. to shit like that, yes, you can be physically attractive, but mentally just, you're not checking the box. You're not yeah. checking the box. But you go ahead and play the next couple voicemails because I got to check on the baby. Okay. I think the difference between physical attraction or mental attraction is either maybe you may like the person, but you may love the idea of that person. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. If you can have a 30 second conversation with that individual and find one thing in common, build from that. But if you don't, just shake your hand and say, nice to meet you. Maybe I'll see you around. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. And low key, I used, I really feel like I used to be shallow. Like I am not one to settle. Still to this day, I'm not one to settle. Like I will stay single for years. And um, it now I feel like my options are a little bit more open, kind of. Now, don't get me wrong. I still love a good looking person, you know. I still would like to, you know. You ain't gotta be fine as fuck, or you know. But at the same time, it's like, uh, at the same time, it's like, I would prefer you have like a beautiful mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Back, you know, a couple years ago, I was not that type. I was probably like a very shallow motherfucker. Like, if I was not physically attracted to you, like, you never had a chance. Hell, I didn't have a chance because I wouldn't, I couldn't see past that. <laughs> come on, come on with these confessions. That is fast. I like, like that. You really have to ask yourself now, and I can say this because I'm 33 and I have two kids, and I could care less about the car you drive. I could care less about the jewelry you have or the money you have in your account for right now. It's more so like, what else are you bringing to the table? Because if that's it, if it's stuff, there's like 10 more men behind you with stuff. Like, it has mm-hmm. to be something else that you're bringing. And especially now, like, I don't want more kids. So it's not like I'm looking for a man that wants more kids. I'm not. I uh, would never be with a man or date a man that does not have children because I need a mental understanding of the fact that I do have children so they don't be all up in their feelings. So I feel like as far as options for men, there's a lot of men out here who already have kids and don't want kids. So that door is wide open. There's a lot of men out here who are in all shapes and different sizes. That really wouldn't bother me because I'm not procreating. So, you know, your face is what your face is. Your body is what your body is. You're going to come with it and you're going to leave with it. It ain't going to do nothing for me. And it's just really about, do I enjoy your presence? Do I enjoy 
your mind, do I want you here when I look ugly early in the morning or do I want you to leave ASAP? Mm. So. Hey, podcast world. This is Carlos from Kicking It with Chris and Carlos. We are black, gay, married, and funny as fuck. Each episode, we start off with a spoken word before diving into today's current events. Our podcast is not politically correct, so hold on to your politically correctness because things tend to get wild. We talk about the caucasity of white people, debate the Section 8, give you the word of the week, listen to cameras calling the cops, and expose niggatry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes. I feel like, for me, the path is all the real men that want to lay it all on the table come this way, step in this line. Everybody else that's creating a facade still and trying to look like, you know, the best the best person in the club, go over there. If you still go in the clubs, please go over there. If you don't own so- the club and you just checking in to see if the money right, everybody do what they're going to do and you going to fuck about your business, go over there. But because, listen, people, this is... This, your 30s is stacked money. Think about what yeah. you want to do in your 40s and 50s time. It is not about mm-hmm. who looks the best, who got the best car, who do this. It's about is your money growing while you're asleep? Is your your is your face pleasable? Do you have good hygiene? Are you healthy? And are you ready to just be happy in life? Or are you still miserable as fuck? Exactly. That's it. And for me, that the same thing. That's why you see right now. Like I get it during the pandemic, and I'm not going to say what everybody's thinking. It's like, well, with the pandemic, what have you done with your time? Have you made a career? Have you done? I'm like, no. But have you spent time learning you? That way, you could be better for somebody else. Um, that's just it. Like there are a lot of people who are spending the pandemic chasing shit. That honestly, it's like for what? Y'all out here, you know? Like for me, for example, I was out here drinking a lot. I was, you know, hanging out, not taking care of myself. And now, like, I'm trying to repair those things that I could have repaired the eight, nine years during, I'm sorry, eight, nine months during the pandemic. And when it comes to people like what you're saying, a lot of people just don't want to spend the time with them. And they go with their looks and they go with their appearance. And that's just been getting them by for so long that they don't know how to just, you know what, just wise up and be better people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm assuming um, as a woman, like, it has to be hard to get to know a guy who all they lead with is their dick big small or not um and their looks but like what do guys know like other than you know that if that's what they've gotten away with before like how do you condition a guy rather i'm just asking you shannon anybody else that's a woman how do you condition a man who has been getting away with physical attraction for so long that he needs more you don't <laughs> you know <laughs> um all right some 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 men who are stuck on their looks and stuck on having the freshest Jordan still and stuck on um making sure their car is washed that they behind on six payments. Uh you can't do shit with them. Their mom ruined it, their daddy ruined it. They just going to be scarred until they got their bare belly in their mm. um their late 30s into their 40s and they realizing that the girls that's really hot shit with the weave and the lashes and, and the mm-hmm. doctor bodies don't want them. And so now mm-hmm. they're looking for the women that they should have been dealing with that really cared about 
a man's character and pouring into a man and they don't want them mm-hmm. either because they're not taking care of themselves. Mm-mm. So yeah. you realize like that- all the all the men and rappers who was into like the gold grills and shit, they got dentures now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. think about it. Think He's about like, it. That shit, it's right there. It's it's right there in front of you. Uh, go ahead and hit that button because we got voicemails. <laughs> oh, we got voicemails. Hello, fellow black people. Did y'all know that the real Donald Trump is on here and he's letting all of his um, <laughs> racial and faggotry, his hatred against faggotry and all that out? Go on and tune into him. We now know the pure truth, the pure truth of how he feels about everyone. I think it's pretty entertaining. No, that's not the real Donald Trump. He's been on here for a few months now. He does a good yeah. voice of Donald Trump, but that's not the real Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her. And I'm not Next saying one. this is every female or every attractive person, but it seems to me with my experience dating um, uh, people on a more a physically attractive side, they... Not all, but a lot of them tend to not come with anything to the table. And um, they have pretty bad qualities in personality-wise or characteristic-wise. Yeah. They're exhausting sometimes, you know, on top of having to worry about, you know, maybe them cheating on you or whatever. Um... It is hard nowadays to find someone that is that has both that that is you know mentally mature mm-hmm. and uh, mentally attractive as well as physically attractive and or well that's a fact i um there's there's always people who are not fulfilled within themselves that they have something to offer when it comes to relationships or business where they feel like they have to hold on to the fact that they knew you for so long so you can't leave them or they have to hold on to the fact that um, they look this good how can you cheat on somebody that looks this good? Listen! Beyonce was cheated on. Beyonce was cheated on. The whole world knew. Um, Uh... So many people who are good looking get cheated on every day. If mm-hmm. if she's if she's a bad B today, she gonna be somebody's headache tomorrow. If he exactly. finds himself from head to toe with abs and and body and that groin area that all women love today, he gonna be somebody's headache next week, and they just tired of it because people who are not fulfilled in themselves. They question in everything they do. They worried about what other people don't think. They have to mm-hmm. uh, put out there that, you know, they fine, ain't nothing wrong with them. They don't have time for X, Y, and Z because they know who they are, but they're really still questioning who they are. And they're going to take the longest to get ready because they have to put the cake on the face. They got to uh, make sure the world sees them a certain type of way. They not going to an event because they don't feel all the way ready. When realistically, their bare face or them just dressing down be when they look the best. Like for me, 
before Kim Kardashian did all this fucking um, surgery. Now that nose was not cute. But before she went in on all this surgery and shit, when she's bare face and fresh face, mm-hmm. she looks better than with all that fucking makeup on when she goes out. Exactly. And you can't fix insecure people. You can't make insecure mm-hmm. people see themselves in a natural state and and tell themselves in the mirror that they look beautiful or fine as is. They just have exactly. to find that for themselves. Yo, Joe Button said this in uh, it was October of 2011. The tweet said, for every bad bitch, there is a man tired of fucking with her. Um, yes. Not only is that a fact, that is a law. Um, it is a standard. And it works both ways because for every, you know, guy that, you know, every nigga, if you want to call it that, so every nigga that, you know, somebody wants, a woman is tired of him because she's put mm-hmm. up with his shit. And it works both ways. The issue is like, when do you give that up? When do you say, you know what, enough's enough. I'm sick of the shit. Just go. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't because they're afraid to lose that prize possession. It's like the, the yeah. winning horse in a race. And they, you know for a fact you're going to keep getting wins off that horse. But eventually that horse gets old. And mm-hmm. it's going to lose. It's going to come in second. And when it comes in second, you're going to be that person who instead of saying, you know what, let me get rid of this horse and move on to something else, something new that's better. You're like, you know what? This is why not. Why not just stay here? And that's where that quote, for every bad bitch, there's a nigga who is tired of fucking with her. And yeah. everybody's been there. Um, Shan, I'm sure you've been there. I know I was there plenty of times. So it's like, you know what? Yeah, like she cute. Yeah, she, Listen, you know, she's a but she, she don't answer my texts. I ain't oh. never had a bad bitch. But I have had I have had an ex who we just had like good chemistry and sexual mm-hmm. sexual tension that you could cut with a, a saw for a tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're gonna meet people where it will always be that, right? Mm-hmm. But realistically, longevity wise, you know it doesn't work, right? Mm-mm. And sometimes that's just what it is. They good for moments but they not good longevity and you have to know what the hell it is that you need. Do you need somebody coming in and out of your life for moments or do you need someone that you can also enjoy their cons and deal with their cons and manage their cons as well as you can their pros. And today I don't feel like anybody's trying to do that because all they're doing is swiping left and swiping right Mm -hmm. on these apps. And they just calling people yeah. Uber. They feeling like they ain't got to deal with this one tomorrow because mm-hmm. going to be like 16 more on this app. Or if I go to the bar, I can talk to somebody new. And you got to get to a point where you're going to feel like you've been giving everybody a sample like you at B- BJ's or Costco's. Exactly. And so. j- just to you know piggyback off of that, um, it, it's so crazy because I'll see on social media, and it's not just women, but it's men as well, who are like, yo, like, there ain't nobody out here for me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, like, I don't know about y'all, but y'all ain't out here. Y'all aren't doing the work. You aren't getting to know people. You, you're literally picking up your phone, having conversations with multiple people instead of saying, you know what, like, let me focus to get to know that one person before I talk to the four people in the wing. Everybody tries to start with like a starting five lineup. And the issue is they're expecting everybody to get the same scores, the same points, the same rebounds and assists. It don't work that way. Um, this is somebody who actually met his wife online dating 
when I met her online date, and I was doing like everybody else, I was going and playing the numbers. I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna talk to this person. I'm gonna talk to this person. I'm gonna talk to this person. And what had to happen was people were falling off. People, you know, they weren't taking it as serious as I was taking it. And more importantly, I might have not taken them serious as well. And when that happened, um, the numbers started to dwindle. When they started to dwindle, I knew who I could take seriously and who not. As a result, I got my wife. Not only did she stick around with that, she also was like, you know what? I'm playing the field just like you playing the field. And when we play the field, it just is what it is. And if it works, it works. But I see, I see and I hear a lot of people and they're like, yo, like, you know what? This dating shit during the pandemic, I get it. But in any other case, it's like, oh my God, I've been on Bumble. I've been on Tinder. I've been on OkCupid. I've been on Plenty of Fish. I've been on t uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'm like, the only thing you haven't been in is somebody's phone. Call them. Oh. Message them. Y'all are having all these conversations on all these different platforms, and it's the same fucking conversation. Hey, good morning. How I've seen women get upset because a dude said good morning. And it's like, well, how many times do I have to keep saying good morning to these niggas? It's because you got 15 of them. <laughs> you ever thought about that? You are, you are mad that people are giving you pleasantries and trying to get to know you. And then when they well, get to know you and they realize it's, it's your fault. I'm, I'm not just putting that on women. I'm not, I'm not just putting it on women because there are guys too. There are guys who literally be like, yo, like, why, don't you, why do these bitches not want to fuck? It's like, dude, because she don't know your last name. Or, you know, Hello? I can't take any of these women. Yeah, I can't take any of these women seriously because they post some half-naked photos, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you liked photos dated back to 144 weeks ago. So yep. she's not taking you seriously because, like you said earlier, dude went to a message from from how knows how long ago, from probably a year ago, early in the summer, and he said, you know what, DM me. You know, I DM'd you, hit me up. You know you got a DM. When you check it, you check it. You ain't got to tell me to go check my DMs to actually message you, only for you mm -hmm. to be like, I'm in town. That, and I, that's for I, me. I that's that. Can we normalize if you come in my city and you know I'm in that city, and you mm -hmm. didn't tell me before you were coming, and you text me, I'm in town, I'm going to be like, okay, enjoy your time. Like You're not being exactly. direct. I'm in town. I want to see you, what you got going on for the next couple of days. I'm leaving at X, Y, and mm -hmm. Z. That's intentional. But you saying I'm in town, oh, you want to play ping pong? Oh, I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's shit like that. Like, don't, like Show your intentions from the jump because one, one girl that we did a podcast with she said something to me and I would never forget it she was pretty much of the mind frame of if a guy told me up front that he wanted to fuck and he gave me that option nine times out of ten he would have gotten his way when she said that I was like there's no fucking facts. way she's telling the truth that's fact I heard but it from not men, just her some men okay. if you say if you say um I don't want a relationship I don't even need to go on dates with you I just want this mm -hmm. is that cool they don't know how to take it and they start to do acts like they're dating you mm -hmm. and you put you have, you have to put them in check and be like hey you don't have to text me good mm -hmm. morning beautiful you don't have to fake mm -hmm. a conversation i'm not off today i'm not coming by so i'll hit you the next time i'm off or i'm trying to come through they don't know mm -hmm. how to take it so they have to try to fake like y'all something that y'all not for them to be comfortable not every man is comfortable with that shit. And it needs to be something where if men can dish it and women can take mm -hmm. it, men have to be willing to take that shit and they can't. Exactly. That right there. I have no I have no further like objections, Your Honor. I'm gonna let you get to the next <laughs> one. <voice, bro. laughs> 
So what do y'all think in, I don't know, about mama's boys? Grown-ass men being mama's boys, still dependent <laughs> on them. Middle of the night, yo, uh, mama, I got this um, part that I want to buy. Can I borrow some money? Can you come bring me some cigarettes? Can you do my laundry? What the fuck? Listen, what what Major Payne said? Pop yo titty out his mouth <laughs> and stop babying him. Mama's boys, mm. there is nothing wrong with mama's boys until you see that they call their mom for everything. They don't know where mm-hmm. their birth certificate is. They don't know their social number. Um, they um waiting for their mom to pick up their dry cleaning. They waiting for their mom to, you know, iron their shirts or, you know, my mom's supposed to come fix this. Oh, I gave my taxes to my mom so she could do it. Sir, you are 35 years old. What are we what are we doing here? And then if mm-hmm. his mom is not close and he's used to his mom doing every fucking thing, he's going to expect mm-hmm. you to become his mother. And I'm not doing yeah. it. And that's why sometimes people say a woman cannot raise a man because a father would have checked that shit when he was a preteen. And say, you need to learn how to iron your own shirts. You need to learn how to Mm -hmm. do your own shit and sit on your own too. But some moms, when they don't have a man involved, they start to become their son's girlfriends and their son's spouses. Mm. And acts, not like physical, not not romantic, but in acts. And then... You have your son looking around at women out here who are looking for a man while these these boys in the bodies of men are looking for a titty to suck on, somebody to wash their clothes, somebody to cook for them. And that's a no for me. Yeah. I'm a man. I ain't got a dog in the fight. Shout out to that voicemail, though. Next. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yes, Greg. I be feeling the same way, man. One of them videos where they like, well, I'm bad and I'm that bitch. Or you get like some dudes on there, they just can't stop rubbing their fucking head and beard. And they got to be posing in all these different fucking poses and different clothes they jumping in and out of, bro. I be so over it. I'm like, you know what? Just, uh, just like, stop. <laughs> unfollow block all of this like I'm tired of it bro like talk about something but they don't have no conversation they don't even know what the fuck to say they don't when they go live they ain't doing shit they not even fucking uh, talking back to the people that they fans and shit you know what I'm saying they just be on there just looking for people to get them likes and hearts and heart eyes and shit and as soon as they see something negative then they want to respond to that it's like oh y'all so cliche yeah, Pulitzer. and that, that right there is my issue. That is my issue with social media. Like, for me, I started to follow more like sports and like news and stuff like that because, mm-hmm. at least on Twitter, on Twitter, I open it and I follow a lot of people, men and women alike. Um, men really can't say shit on Twitter because if you say anything, it's controversial. And this is not a knock on women because there are some great women that I do follow, but there are some women that I should be either muting or unfollowing because they're starting to do the shit with the shock value tweets where they say shit and it's like yo you you know you're trying to incite violence and you know you know you're trying to start an argument but it's like this shit's not an argument it's not negotiable it's just a fact um so 
today for the inauguration. Um, there were there was like three tweets about Michelle Obama, and this woman on Twitter said, "Well, I thought she was a man." I was like, "Are, are we? How the fuck did we get here? Like you're start, <laughs> you're starting to just say shit." just for the sake of saying it and it's not cool it's not fun there are men i'm sure that do this but i'm talking about the women that i follow because i don't follow a lot of niggas i have my guy friends and we can text we can call each other on the phone we can hang out in person when i'm on twitter i'm on instagram i want to hear from people who know opposing things and if they don't they're people who are like sports analysts and shit like that so when i see tweets like i already forgave myself for them loans the government needs to catch up yes it's funny that's normal but when i see women say shit like you know this is the second nigga who nutted in me and, you know, I hope the second one understands or he knows that he, I'm, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Is, what? Like, it, it, it bothers me because it's like, you're the energy you're giving off. And this is, again, it's not a knock against women. I only date women. I'm married to a woman. So when I see women honestly disrespect themselves and then question why they get disrespected, it's like, you put that energy out there. So if you are telling everybody on a public platform that two niggas have nutted in you, in you, you post a photo and then you're like, well, I wonder why this nigga is messaging me right now talking about he saw my tweets. Nine times out of 10, he already followed you. <laughs> you met him on here. And you right now, it's like you slapping him in the face talking about, hey, I know I fuck with you and you nutting me, but another nigga nutting me too. Three days after crying on Twitter, talking about the fact that they wanted you to have an abortion. They want, like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I was like, the math is not mathing to me anymore. To the point where I, I get it, like, women have kind of taken the roles from men where, you know, men are very emotional and, you know, women just have it together. Yes, there are a lot of women who have it together. But for every woman that has it together, there's that one woman who's just doing shit for clout. And it's making the women who have their shit together, we're, me as a man and women who have their shit together are looking at them and like, yo, like, this is not the move, sis. This, this shit, it don't make no sense. When, you, when you're talking about, oh, well, I can't find no man, but you're going and posting screenshots of your conversations that you have with every man. But there's 15 of them. <laughs> come on. C come on, man. Or you, you going and I, I don't knock women who have OnlyFans. I do not knock this shit. But you are putting everything out. To the point where nobody's buying your OnlyFans because all your shit's on Twitter and Instagram. I, I, I honestly, I thought Instagram said fuck nudity. We don't care anymore because I saw a woman with a sheer ass outfit, nipple just out, and I was like, okay. Oh, they okay, do so, that you know this they want to because when it comes to photographers that take tasteful nudes, they be ready to take this mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like you know, you you want, and it's men too. Men want the best they want a woman who's like a, a freak in the sheets and you know a, a lady in the streets all, all that shit but the issue is you want this shit but you don't pay them no attention you don't pay these women any attention that actually want to fuck with you they come to you with like a, a blueprint they're like you know what this is I, this is what i want from a man and right now you don't you're not here like i want a guy who you know has a b in class and you have a d and the guy instead of saying you know what what can i do to attain that b he's like you know what I'm going to just change that fucking D and just add a little hump on it and make it a B and you won't have to believe that shit. And it's like, yo, but but you did it in blue ink and the original D was in black. Like, so, so, so that's not, it's not adding up to me right now. So for me, it, maybe that's the mental attraction right there because there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers on social media and there's a lot of dumb people on these dating sites because trust me, I've met a few. Um, I, I'm just really confused right now. Very confused as to like, what do people want? in 2021 do you want people that you're attracted to 
And, you know, it's just that, like, hey, I'm attracted to him. He, you know, he got the sweatpants that Shan like. You know, he 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 hanging and banging. Like, is that, <laughs> or, or do you want the mental attraction? Do you want somebody who's actually going to make you critically think every once in a while? It's not everything being, like, the smartest person in the room, but that person, like, they bring something out of you mentally and emotionally that you've never had. That guy that, you know, is not answering your text at 3 o'clock in the morning, yes, he, he gives you the dick, but... Does he want to talk to you after he leaves your house? Does he actually make you think more about like what he does with his day and how he is as a person versus like why he hasn't texted me back in 11 minutes? Mm. That, that's what I mean about like physical attraction or mental attraction. And I know the hashtags are like leisure relationships and people are crazy because they are. But yeah. um, like what's, what social cues do people give off to show their like non-physical attraction? Like, do you, like, do you just tell people straight up, like, yo, like, you, like, you, you taught me something new today. You, you made me feel better because I learned something from you. Or we can learn something together. People, don't, that, like, say, me as a, people don't say that to each other, and that's the problem. They'll think it, but they don't say it because they feel like if they let it go, if they give somebody the mm-hmm. real them that's, that's showing too much, that's being too vulnerable, and this other person's going to take advantage of it. So I'm just going to think it and hope that it teleports into their mind. I'm glad you said that. The reason why I asked that question <laughs> the way I asked it and the way that you answer that, the way you answered it is why I was about to pose this. Online dating. Online dating, you don't have to tell everybody about yourself, but that is a platform, is a blank canvas. It's basically you explaining who you are mm-hmm. to another person. It's like a job interview, but honestly, it's in the form of dating. Um, anybody who's listening to these, like the stereo or the podcast, like if you had a dating profile, like how do you fill it out? Is it just like, you know, I watched Game of Thrones, I watched The Wire, blah, blah, blah. Are you like, you know what? Do you lay shit out and just be like, you know what? These are my expectations this is what I'm going to get to, you know, this is what I, I have. Like, you know what, I'm, you know, a, a guy, I'm this height, I'm this age, I'm this sign. But outside of that, like, these are the things that I strive to be. These are the things that I want from my woman. Like, I think that's what those bios should be. Like, it seems like the bios are like, hey, yo, I ain't here for no bullshit. And, you know, I'm not looking for the one right now. I'm just looking to have a little bit of fun. And then every, you know, every photo is you doing hookah and, you know, you hanging out and shit like that. It's like, like, that's what you want to attract. You want to attract you. If you want better than you, you have to change. So, I'm, I'm sorry. We got voicemails. I apologize, y'all. But, you know, I, <laughs> I think physical attraction mm-hmm. is important because that's the first thing that catches my eye. But um, I think mental attraction has to be there as well because that's what's going to make me stay and want to talk to you and that's what's going to make me addicted to the person I'm with uh that's what's go- that's what's going to make me want to come back and talk to you cuz it's easy to be attracted y'all already know the show was longer than this part 2 is coming right up don't get antsy